0: If you have your Bibles with you today, if you would turn to Psalm 100, it was read a little bit earlier and that's where we're going to spend our time today, I will tell you we will get back to 1 Corinthians next week as we continue on things. Also realize that next week actually begins Advent and so we'll get the Advent candle out. Um, One thing I'm going to do a little differently is uh, we'll have children's messages next week um, during the second services, actually we probably could do it during the first service. There's a few little ones around here at things too at that. But uh, for sure on the second service and lighting the candle. And uh, I found that children's message work for us old kids too. So it works well as we go along. But look at Psalm 100. As you think about things today, out of the many nations in this world, we've seen some nations that maybe we hadn't heard of for a while, Bhutan and Laos, The United States is one of the only few nations in the world that celebrates Thanksgiving Day. In most nations, there's not a day that's set apart during the year to offer thanks. So my question is, why do we do it then? One of the things that you need to understand is, the reason we do it is because we were established as a nation that looked to God. That looked to Him and to give thanks to him, You can read George Washington's declaration in 1789 and it clearly says that both houses of Congress requested him as president to call the people of the United States to a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to the almighty God. <laughs> that was the first president of the United States. That was the first president. Congress, and that's where they wanted to give thanks to and to proclaim a day to do it. Listen to the words of Psalm 100 again as we use that as our text today, as we consider thanksgiving and giving thanks to God. It says, make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. (laughs) By the way, I had that verse memorized as a young man because Pastor Nikonin was singing at Bible camp. We called him Pastor Chickenen because he'd wake us up with the rooster call in the morning. But he could not carry a tune in a bucket. But he would sing his heart out. He got better as years went along. And he's fine with me saying that with things that way. But uh, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him. Bless His name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and His faithfulness to all generations. Psalm 100 can be a familiar song, psalm for us, a song that's been sung before too. But did you notice as it was read here, the first verse is addressed to all the earth. And then the last verse includes all generations. The importance of thanksgiving to God is so deep and it's so wide that it applies to every person on this earth of every generation who has ever lived. And there's something about there's something about giving thanks to God together that breaks down the barriers between people and brings about a unity, the unity that should be there, the unity in Jesus Christ. So let's do Thanksgiving right. Let's do it God's way. (laughs) We're going to note four things this morning. The first one that we're going to note is that Thanksgiving is about being a joyful person. To give joy unto the Lord. Thanksgiving is a Christian day in which we have much to be happy about. Our sins being washed away. A new life in Jesus Christ. A hope, a living hope for eternity. And the fact that the joy of the Lord can be our strength. Having the Lord in our lives can bring great joy. Now before I go any farther, don't get caught up with just thinking of joy as... (laughs) All right. Joy does involve that feeling, but joy is more than that. Joy is knowing the truth about what God has done for us, and in the midst of whatever is there, we can have true joy. Even when things are not going right. (laughs) An illustration with some of this um, would be, and this is something that I don't know that it's even in circulation anymore, is the Dear Abby letters. Dear Abby started way back when. It uh, finished up in about 2013. If you go to the next slide, you'll see um, Abigail von Buren, which is actually Paul, or Pauline Phillips, and then her daughter took over the, the, the thing for a while. People would write in to Dear Abby and they would ask for advice. There was one time during Thanksgiving that Dear Abby put in two letters into the, the paper to show the difference of how teenagers can respond with different things. This was the first letter she published and the one time she put them in. It said, Dear Abby, happiness is knowing your parents won't almost kill you if you come home a little late. This is a young girl that's writing this, by the way. Happiness is having your own bedroom. Happiness is getting the telephone you've been praying for. Happiness is having parents who don't fight. Happiness is something I don't have. Signed 15 and unhappy. The unhappy 15-year-old's letter, Dear Abby, generated quite a response from both teenagers and parents. The most profound letter response that was given to it came from another teenager. Let me read you that letter. Dear Abby, happiness is being able to walk. Happiness is being able to talk. Happiness is being able to hear. Unhappiness is reading a letter from a 15-year-old girl who can do all these things and still says she isn't happy. I can see. I cannot talk. I cannot hear. I cannot walk. Signed, 13. And very happy. (laughs) I used to think people complained because they had problems. But I have found that people have problems because they complain. Complaining never makes a situation better and generally it makes it worse. (laughs) Thanksgiving is about being a joyful person with the true joy that Jesus Christ can give. As we look at our text we see that thanksgiving is about worshiping God. You'll notice there that it says to come before his presence with singing. And if you take each of the verses, do you know that each of these verses points us to the Lord. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. Second verse, serve the Lord with his with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord he is God, He made us. We are His people. Enter His gates and His courts. Give thanks to Him. For the Lord is good. And it's His faithfulness to all generations. That's the basis for our thanksgiving. The Lord Himself. The thanking isn't about the horizontal Aspect of thanking others by the way, thanking others is a good thing, isn't it? It's something that we should do. But the essence of Thanksgiving is to give thanks to the one who made us. By worshiping God and that word worship isn't just the worship team up front, is it? We worship every day. What do you put worth upon? That's what worship is worship to put worth upon our lord each day alex haley the author of roots had an unusual picture hanging on his office wall you see it on this picture here it's a drawing of him with different things but it was a picture of a turtle on top of a fence post and you go to that next slide you'll see that idea that's the picture that was there in his office and when alex haley was asked About why is that picture there in your office? He he said this Every time I write something significant, every time I read my words and think that they are wonderful, and I begin to feel proud of myself, I look at the turtle on top of the fence post and I remember that he didn't get there on his own, (laughs) he had help. Thank you, God. Thanksgiving is about worshiping God. (laughs) Another thing that Thanksgiving is about as we look at the text of Psalm 100 is Thanksgiving is about knowing God. Know that the Lord himself is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. If you've ever been to a professional golf tournament, you have to stand behind the ropes. The players are on the course and the rope separates you from them. There's an old clip of Jack Nicklaus that he said is one of his most memorable moments in his career. It was when his young son, Jackie, ran out onto the course during a major championship and jumped into his outstretched arms. To everyone else, Jack Nicklaus was this great golfer. But to Jackie, this was dad. (laughs) See, knowing God is not professional. It's personal. (laughs) It's a relational relational thing. It's not just theological. (laughs) For anyone to do Thanksgiving right, we need to know God in spirit and to know Him in truth. As John 4:24 says, God is spirit and His worshipers must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Do you know God? The only way to know Him is to know Him through Jesus Christ, His Son and what He's done for you. And that brings about true thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is about being joyful. Being a joyful person. Thanksgiving is about worshiping God. And Thanksgiving is about knowing God. And this last point may seem too obvious. But it is the key. Thanksgiving is about saying thank you. It's about giving thanks. Look at verse 4 there. We are to enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise, to give thanks to Him and to bless His name. It seems like such a simple point, but it's the truth. You know, one of the things is, did you notice that when Halloween got done, um, what 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 went into the stores right away? Everything is Christmas. And by the way, don't get me wrong. Christmas is wonderful. In fact, sometimes we see it we see it called Xmas, right? By the way, don't get too excited about Xmas either. By the way, don't get too mad about that because you know the Xmas, that X is actually the the Greek letter. Think of it this way: the Greek letter um, Chi, which is the first letter for Christmas for Christ in the Greek it's an easy way you can tell somebody about Christmas it's that first letter if you ever get that chance but what's going to happen to Thanksgiving we kind of forget about it don't we it kind of gets shoved aside other than thinking about turkey and food and, and the Dallas Cowboys playing on Thanksgiving Day are we going to start calling Thanksgiving tea giving I don't know whatever with regards to that. But to say thanks in our world today is such an oddity at times. But think about it in your lives. How much did it mean to you when somebody said thanks? I've got a box that I keep. Um, it started out as a shoe box. It actually started from something when I was first here at the academy many years ago in seminary. I started putting little things things that people would give me or little thank you notes into my little shoebox because it would remind me that what was happening in my life actually meant something sometimes to people. That little shoebox became one of those uh, copier paper boxes and I've had to empty it out a couple times, but it's still a wonderful place to go. Little things that remind me of people and of moments I've had. With them. Sometimes it's thanks, sometimes it's other things, but it's a great reminder. But what's the most important to be able to do is to thank God. And we forget to do that so often to give that true, heartfelt thank you. Please do it to others too. But God wants us to give thanks to Him for what He's done for you and me. So let's do Thanksgiving right this week by being joyful, by worshiping God, by knowing Him, and by saying thanks. You know, I'm I forget and probably last night I wasn't as thankful as I should be, but you know what? I am thankful for my family. I'm thankful for this church. But most of all I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ. I'm thankful for the cross. And Dale, thank you for choosing that song today. <laughs> I'm thankful for the amazing grace of God which offers forgiveness to me. On a crowded New York City bus, a man got up and he offered his seat to a lady. She was so overwhelmed by the kindness that she passed out right on the spot. When she came to, she said, Thank you to the man. And he passed out. It is so sad that the offering of thanks has become an oddity in our world. May you and I give thanks to the one who made us. For what he's done for us. And our closing song, as the worship team is going to lead here as we go along, says that very thing. It's one of my favorite songs that was ever written. Thank You, Lord, for saving my soul. (laughs) Would You pray with me before we sing that song in closing today? Heavenly Father, thank You for what You have done for us. Thank You for that while we were still sinners, You died for us. Lord, this Thanksgiving, help us to truly give thanks. And help us do that each day. Help us to worship You. Lord, thank You again. May You get all the glory and praise and the honor that's due Your name. For one day we know every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that You are Lord. May we do that with our lives each day. And may the Thanksgiving week that comes ahead be a blessed week for the people here, for the family they get together with, with the friends, and for whatever they do. May we truly, Lord, look to You And fix our eyes upon you, the author and the perfecter of our faith. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen.